AndyCast listeners are reminded to refrain from consumption of hot beverages while listening to this podcast. Failure to comply may result in coughing, gagging, nasal expulsion, and damage to clothing and furniture and small domestic pets. Thank you and enjoy the show. Happy New Year, the first AndyCast of 2007, AndyCast number 42, coming to you. It's AndyCast! It's AndyCast! It's the AndyCast! It's the AndyCast Podcast! With your host! Uninformed biography. All your favorite ponytails. Ladies and gentlemen, Andy! Yes. Yeah, hey, thanks. Yeah. Well, 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 well. Hello. Welcome to AndyCast number 42, the first one of 2007. Can you believe it? A new year. And finally, finally a new show. Thank you so many for, thank you so to, thank you to so many people for really giving me a hard time about not putting a show. But okay. So I guess now I guess I can officially take the title of the, the Bruce Murray of, of the United States. Um, uh, putting a show out just pretty much whenever I want. <laughs> Happy New Year to everybody out there. Thank you very much for all your well wishes over the holiday season. And for those of you who actually missed the show, um, it's good to be back. Uh, had a little bit of a, having a little bit of a problem getting back into the swing of things. And uh, I've got a, man, I've got a massive, uh, massive blooper reel. I think I'm going to put that as a separate, uh, a separate show, a separate feed from this one. Uh, it's just, otherwise the show would just never end. Um uh, okay, I'd like to welcome any oh, any and all, well, actually, there's a whole bunch of new listeners uh, since the last time we met. Um, I want to thank all of you for stopping by and uh, and coming back and, and listening up. It, uh, it's really gratifying to, to finally uh, have a, have more people uh, listening to this lunacy that I call the Anticast. It, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit of trial, a little bit of humbling, and I really enjoy it. And, uh, and while you're here, try out, the gu- try out the guacamole dip. It's very yummy. Oh, okay, a couple of things I want to bring up uh, before we get uh, get into the, the the meat and potatoes of the show. Um, I don't know if any of you, any of you have noticed that um, that there's a, a car out there then now that uh, can actually uh, parallel park for you. And um, uh, what's coming? Uh, Saturn is is actually introducing a new piece of uh, software that they're going to be introducing into their car operating systems. Uh, looking for second quarter 2007. It's called the Maquillage um, uh, protocol. It takes over control of the car while you apply makeup. Um, lead, researchers have shown that it uh, leads to fewer accidents and, and actually better application of lipstick. Um, than, and, and police have actually touted that this tech, technology, uh, this technological breakthrough, uh, since there's no way in hell to ever prevent application makeup in a moving car, might as well just go with it. So that's, that's that. And uh, huge, huge news here in, in, the, uh, in the greater Washington area. Uh, customers of uh, Coke's newest offering, you know, you know the Coke with Lime, um, are in for a drought as uh, supplies in the D.C. area dry up with no hopes of uh, any more anytime soon. 
Uh, it seems all the sourpusses over on Capitol Hill have sucked it back, uh, leaving nothing for the regular customer. Uh, a spokesperson for Coke uh, had this to say. That's a lovely one. And lastly, The Onion is forming a p- partnership with The Washington Post here in D.C. Um, sources here in D.C. report that the satirical and freakily funny uh, news parody group will be publishing a D.C. edition of a free newspaper here in the D.C. area. Other sources claim that rather than taking a comical look at the goings-on here, they'll simply report what's actually going on in the nation's capital because everyone knows how f***ed up it is here. It's going to be a fun show for you this time. First one here, uh, getting back in the saddle. And uh, I was going to do all of this. I had a really funny line here, but uh, it's not going to work now because I'm not doing what I thought I was going to do. All right, so just let my little ant friend Clouseau from the ant farm... Why why do I call him Clouseau? Because sooner or later he'll be... Dead end, dead end, dead end, dead end, dead end, dead end, dead end. So, in the words of Barnum and Bailey elephant handlers, oh my God, not now, Tandor, no, no, hold it, hold, hold. Oh, wait a minute, that's the wrong quote. Let's let the show begin. Hi, I'm Jen. And I'm Alan. From the DinkyCast podcast, which you can find at www.dinkycast.com. And now it's time for another uninformed biography with your host, Pete Moss. He's so dreamy. The Uninformed Biography, who knows how it really went down anyway. The Uninformed Biography, who the hell knows how it went down anyway. Hello and welcome once again to yet another uninformed biography. I'm your host, Pete Moss. See dude. See dude talk. Talk, talk, talk. Talk, dude, talk. I can, of course, be only referring to none other than the Scarborough dude of the Dixon Janes podcast. Hi, this is Jen from the Dinky Cast podcast at dinkycast.com. The uninformed biography that you are about to hear is a brief biography with absolutely no research nor any contact with the subject whatsoever and without the subject's knowledge or consent. All uninformed biographies are presented for pure entertainment purposes, and any information that is, in fact, correct is purely coincidental and unintentional. Any rebroadcast in full or in part without the consent of the Anticast podcast, though probably unlikely, is not a good idea anyway. And as always, please, no wagering. So grab your favorite basil rita, push out the feet of the baka lounger, grab a cup of your favorite sake, and let's rip into the life that never was, that being of the Scarborough Dude. The Dude was born at a very early age and recalls very little of his early days. Originally named Deuteronomy, his parents thought it best to shorten his name lest anyone mistake him for the fifth chapter of the Hebrew Bible. Upon his birth, Doctors were astonished that even as a newborn, this young bundle of Canadian joy had fully developed vocal cords and was able to speak fluently in baby babble, a talent the dude uses on a regular basis in his everyday interactions with anyone who will listen to him. Doctors further discovered only days after he was born that dude's brain was highly developed in speech and language areas of the brain, but those that controlled his bodily waste management functions were highly underdeveloped. 
This is also something that has stuck with the dude to this day. Living in rural Canada is never easy. For the dude's family, it was even more difficult. Not only did his family have to deal with the demands and stresses of ferret farming, but they also had to deal with the incessant complaining and running commentary of everyday activities by the little dude. Mrs. Gladys Knight, a fellow ferret farming neighbor, had this to say. That's a lovely one. See, that's, that's the street that we lived on. But I can't remember where. <laughs> I don't know why it looks like that. Everybody tells me it looks so different. Yes? To me, it's all just the same. That's enough, the both of you. Ouch! By the age of three, Dude's family was finished. Not with farming, as you would think, but with Dude's never-ending narration of his stream of consciousness. It wasn't so bad that he was thinking and using his brain to make sense of the world around him, but that he just wouldn't stop sharing his streams. And not just his streams of consciousness, but he was quite fond of sharing his stream of bladder contents. By school age, Dude welcomed the chance to widen his audience and looked forward to sharing his thoughts and ideas with other like-minded children. However, Dude was extremely disappointed. He found that his peers were not only on a different page, but that they were in fact in an entirely different book. While Dude was contemplating and discussing the theories of galactic expansion and contraction, his colleagues in grade school were more concerned as to whether Thomas would beat Bertie in the great race on the next Thomas the Tank Engine episode. Obviously, this was an area of contention for the young Dude. Further exacerbating his predicament, the teachers with whom he dealt were more concerned with who was sleeping with whom during recess than with Dude's concerns about global warming and racial inequality. It was in the second grade that a wise teacher suggested that young Dude study another language to help slow down his verbal capacity and get him into more age-appropriate conversations. It was decided that the ancient language of Sanskrit would be the best choice. However, with no living person to talk to, it was decided that Japanese would be the next best thing. It was felt that total immersion in Japanese language and culture would be the best way for the young dude to start anew with a new lease on childhood. With that, his parents waved intensely and removed the surgically embedded plugs from their ears and bid a fond farewell to their son in hopes that he could live a normal Japanese childhood. As luck would have it, this was not to be. While en route to Japan, dude's plane crashed in what is now known as Scarborough, a eastern suburb of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, just in front of the only Japanese restaurant in that city. Having no concept of time and geography, the dude exited the plane and entered the restaurant thinking that he was in fact in Japan. The Miyogi family welcomed him into their home as one of their own and taught them the language and culture of Japanese Canadians. And the rest, as they say, is history. I hope you've enjoyed this edition of Uninformed Biography exclusively found in the Anticast podcast. I've been your host, Pete Moss. May the stars always be above you unless you're upside down. The Uninformed Biography Who knows how it really went down anyway The Uninformed Biography Who the hell knows how it went down anyway
check the mic levels, and let's go over last year's poll, uh, number 20. What superpower does Andy get from his ponytail? Uh, one person thought it was my magical vocal presence. Obviously, they're listening to a different podcast. Um, number, uh, the, the second highest, with uh, five, was coolness. Everyone knows that ponytails are super cool. I don't think so. Um, and five, five additional people thought that it was, in fact, a chick magnet. Um, it's more like a dirt magnet, um, but we won't go into that. And most, and last but not least, with nine, 45% of the people polled um, believe that the ponytail is what gives me the power to look into the past and see people's uninformed biographies. Um, okay, I'll take your word for it. Thank you very much for the 20 people. 20, wow, what a world record. It's been almost a month up. Um, this next poll was a little more relevant a couple of weeks ago, but I'll throw it up anyway because I'm lazy as hell. Um, what, what's the lamest New Year's resolution you've ever made? You can check that out at www.andycast.net um, and to be up in the upper left-hand corner of the little uh, revamping of the uh, AndyCast site. Uh, so might uh, if you haven't been there in a while, come take a look. I've uh, cleaned things up again, uh, cleaned things up a bit and uh, kind of compressed things and put all the good stuff up top, just like... Uh, heard from our good friends over at Potholes that you should really do for your site. Make sure everything you, everything you, people need to see is up front and all the rest of it's just there for people who really want to look. So thank you very much for everyone for playing and for coming by next time and thank you so much. Can I say thank you more? <laughs> Thanks. Okay, well this wraps up this week's edition of the IndyCast. Thank you so much for, for hanging out here and, and, uh, and, and staying by. Uh, so many people to thank uh, from the last show that un unless you sent me email or commented on the website, you may just want to fast forward a bit. Uh, it might be a bit funny, it, it might not, but uh, I'm really constantly floored and, and really grateful to whenever people go out of their way to send me email or make comments on the website. It's about seven minutes, so if you want to fast forward seven minutes, then uh, by all means, uh, go right ahead. As you may recall, the last episode was the uh, podcast before Christmas. If you haven't heard it yet and you're still listening... Uh, you may just want to uh, head over there after we're done. It was just my way of thanking all the people who've helped make the AndyCast even better in 2006. From listeners, commenters, and contributors to fellow podcasters whose shows I listen to and, and who make, and others who, you know, provided, provided inspiration and support in 2006. I had a lot of fun with it, and an overwhelming majority of people uh, came back, and they really enjoyed it, too. Okay, so here we go. Got to thank a lot of people to thank. First of all, want to thank the Scarborough dude from Dixon Janes, who's this week's victim, uh, I mean, a subject of this week's Uninformed Biography, and who sent a very, very nice uh, email just to remind me that uh, uh, Charles Cadenhead from Mostly News and Desperate Husbands uh, sent some great email. Clinton from the Comedy Forecast podcast uh, sent a nice email. King Bonk also lent, uh, sent a little nice little note by, and uh, also Jen and Alan from the Dinky Cast, who also made a contribution to uh, this week's Uninformed Biography. Uh, Daryl Cognito from from Calgary and the the Pod Dog uh, podcast, everyone's favorite boob Dave from Two Boobs and a Baby, uh, and now with more baby, I love that tagline. That's great. Of course, the infamous Barry from Barry from the Barry from Barry Pod Show. I just like saying Barry from Barry so many times in a row. It's just great. Probably the best named podcast in in the world, really. Uh, little Davy Broadback from Broke His Area and the Thunderbird Six line of fine fine podcasts. Um, our Emily posts of. Uh, of uh, email, net etiquette, Rusty Bender from Strange Brain Radio, and Dave from Chub Creek. Uh, the gang over at the Monkey Box podcast also sent some email, and of course my BFF Karen from over at Dry Shave sent uh, some nice uh, sent some nice comments. 
Um, little Marky Belvis over from the Canadian Podcast Buffet and a bunch of other podcasts that I should probably mention, but I'm just too lazy to go look them up. <laughs> and Mark, uh, just because you asked, it's Boxer Briefs. Also want to thank uh, a very extra special thank you to uh, nine, uh, nine of the probably most awesome people in the world who actually not only listened to the show, but then actually went to www.andycast.net and, uh, and put a comment in on the show. I want to thank Mr. News himself, Charles Cadenhead. And if you want, and the comments are there. I've, they're still up, so if you want to go have a look, by all means, stop by www.andycast.net. That rascally wabbit. <laughs> that wascally wabbit. Stephen Ely from the Yahoo Podcaster Group and, and several, several podcasts, including uh, Escape Pod and, and, of course, Podholes. I want to thank Banana Stein, who's a good friend from Second Life of the Goddess and Banana Podcast. Again, thanks to uh, our favorite, uh, I think he's the left boob. Um, that's Dave from, uh, from Two Boobs. Um, also, Lynette from the Scrapcast and from Lynette Radio, who not only commented, but also put a link in her blog to my, my site so that, uh, um, you know, many thanks there, Jersey girl. The, the probably my most loyal and awesomest fan, my wife Vivian from Clip Podcast. Thank you, baby. The incomparable C.C. Chapman. Uh, thanks a lot there, man. I uh, really appreciate that, uh, that there. Danny from the True Seekers Podcast. Po- Danny from the True Seekers Podcast. Muchas gracias, señora. And lastly, uh, just some hacker blogger, Melissa, <laughs> who uh, who's a hardcore blogger and came over and uh, listened to the show and actually left a comment. Thank you very much to all of you. Show notes for all the links to all these shows uh, will be on the website, www.andycast.net. There's number three. And if I did forget to mention you, um, don't get mad. Get even. Blog the crap out of me. Put links every every blog that you could possibly go to. Go stab a link in there and say, this guy's a piece of crap. Tear a strip of me in your own blog or come on down to mine, www.andycast.net. And, you know, hit me for everything. Get jazzed up. Come on. Bring it on. Or or, or just send email and, and I'll make sure to write the wrong. Just ask Karen. You know, I'm only human. And uh, so please drop by the show site, www.andycast.net, for links and a mostly accurate transcript and uh, leave comments uh, for this, uh, this week's show. Uh, if you're so inclined and you don't want to be that, uh, that bold, uh, you can always leave email at andycast at gmail.com just to say hi or, you know, just to rant. Haven't done this in a while, but haven't, uh, haven't really been uh, sent any. Uh, I've got a, a little promo for you for a, a podcast that... Uh, uh, a podcaster who's actually come contacted me and kind of put a put a, a, a what, what the hell did she do? She put a fire under my ass. That's what I was saying. I think put a fire under my ass and try and get me to get a, get a show out. Uh, thank you very much, Sid. Um, Sid is not, as I once thought, a a Jewish um, worker in the fashion industry. No, she's actually a 15 year old podcaster from somewhere in Pennsylvania. Host of the Marvel cast. And uh, they have a description on the show. It says, uh, small, shiny, and not suitable for children under five years of age. It's Marvel cast. A once a week show from the mind of a teenaged high school Pennsylvanian who lost her marbles. She's slowly finding them all over the house and putting them in a small wooden box. I'm here to promote my podcast, Marvel cast, which you can find at jellycast.com or on iTunes. Yeah. I think I've done a 
fantastic job with it. Um, and if you don't believe me, then you can either go er away or listen to these highly paid spokespeople. Without Marblecast, I would be out of a job and back to living on the streets. Please don't take away my home. She beats me when people don't listen. It's not crap. I guess. No, no, not really. I suppose. You can let me out of the dungeon now. I've said what you asked me to say. Hello? Are you there? So, as you can see, Marblecast is a fine podcast. And I suppose I should tell you what kind of podcast it is. Well, it's not an audio blog. It's not exactly a sketch show. Every week I go on with different characters and I put on a little show. And then some other weeks I tell stories. Email me at sydney from marblecast at yahoo.com. And I will have a link to Sydney's uh, podcast over at Jellycast and at Blogspot. Thanks again for listening, and um, I'll be back as soon as I can with another show. And um, and again, thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Bye bye.